Hello everyone. Welcome to the StockInvest.us Weekly Stock and Crypto Podcast. The podcast is hosted by StockInvest.us co-founder and Golden Star Signal inventor, Jim Stromberg, who has been actively trading since 1996. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit like and notification bell so you will be first to know when we post a new video. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and other audio sources. Ensure you listen to the entire podcast so you don't miss out on some key tips needed for this week's strategy. Week 17 is here and what a week it will be. It will be full of fundamental news. All week there will be heavy Q results coming from Microsoft, Amazon, Philips, Chevron to mention some. And in addition to this, there will be price consumer expender numbers, which will tell us more about the inflation that is raging. Last week I told you I thought that uh, Nasdaq would end at 12,850 and I was very, very close. What will this week be? Will it be yet another fall for uh, uh, the markets or will we finally have an upturn? As usual, I will try to uh, tell you more what I think and give you a estimate. In addition to this, I can already mention that the trading tips, well, one of them was closed. Granterio was closed with 19.8% profit, but the others were in loss. This and much more is coming up. As usual, we have to listen at the disclaimer and then we'll go to the markets. Welcome to StockInvest.us podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon StockInvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Sadly, I was right about the markets last week. It became yet another red week. Nasdaq fell to 12,839 points and my target was 12,850. So I was very close, only 11 points off. That made a fall for uh, Nasdaq at 3.83% and it's the fourth week in a row that Nasdaq is falling. And Nasdaq been falling more than Dow Jones last week. Uh, Dow Jones fell 1.86% ending the week at uh, 33,811. And now we are in a situation where Nasdaq is below 13,000 and Dow Jones is below 34,000. We know that usually when they break down uh, to a support level, in this case around number level, psychology, uh, psychologic number, they usually start trading in the new interval, meaning that we can expect Dow Jones, for instance, to trade between uh, 33 and 34,000 uh, for some time. And the big question is, and as I mentioned in several podcasts, will Nasdaq stay above 12,500? This is very important because that is last uh, bottom for Nasdaq. And we need to see a bottom higher than the previous if we are to get out of this negative spiral. I will try to answer that question. We will look at the charts uh, shortly. But uh, this will be a week of much fundamental information and these uh, things will affect the markets and it's uh, especially a lot of Q result numbers and as I've been telling you for many many podcasts now I think that now you will start to see companies have to report into their Q results 
about the future, about the sanctions, the cost of the sanctions, the cost of the war, the cost of the inflation. And these will be seen in the guiding. I think that most Q results might be very good. And uh, most will deliver uh, green numbers being profitable, less than uh, 21, because 21 was a very good year. But uh, uh, for the more advanced investor, he will look into the guiding. What are the companies saying about the future? And here they have to mention things that will affect their future Q results. And I'm pretty sure that now we will start to see a lot of these mentioning in the guiding. And uh, you can take Kola, for instance, which uh, are under tremendous pressure for their operations in Russia. They have Q results on Monday uh, today before markets open. And on Tuesday, we will uh, follow up with GE and UPS before markets. You will have GM, Microsoft and Google after market. And, uh, Microsoft and Google will tell us something about Nasdaq. I believe these numbers will be quite okay. But uh, with falling markets, with less liquidity, with inflation, we also know that advertising spendings is far less and it's getting less by the month. And these affect companies, especially like Google, very much. And on Wednesday, you will have old Facebook, the new Meta, uh, delivering uh, numbers. And I think that you should especially watch the meta numbers which will come after exchange close on Wednesday because I think we might see a new Netflix when these numbers arrive. And there is more numbers on uh, Wednesday. We will have uh, Ford and Q will come. For Ford and General uh, Motors, uh, I think uh, that you will just see uh, in the guiding that they will mention delivery problems because logistic is really an issue. We know that there is more containers stacking up in uh, China and there is still a huge disruption in the logistic chain and this affects everything. Thursday, there will be uh, two numbers which you really should pay attention to. It's the GDP numbers and it's uh, price consumer expenditure numbers, especially the price consumer expenditure numbers will tell you much about the inflation and uh, where it is. In my opinion, uh, these numbers uh, will be high. It might be they are done some tricks trying to keep them low because we know this is a really bad thing for markets, but anyone shopping now uh, or driving cars, fueling the cars or whatever they do, paying the electric bills, already notice how much the inflation is taking a toll right now. And I think it was uh, last week I read uh, that, uh, for instance, in Britain, the high inflation is already showing in the shopping pattern. And we will see the same thing across all of Europe and, of course, United States. After market close, uh, there will be numbers from Amazon uh, Q results. On Friday is uh, an interesting day for uh, us who invest into oil stocks and been doing that since uh, the oil stocks were very low. That was one very obvious buy. Because on Friday there will be Exxon numbers, Chevron numbers and Philips will release uh, the results before markets open. And I expect all of them to be very good. So these are uh, fundamental things that I think in minor or major uh, degree will affect the market during the week. I think personally, I think that especially the meta numbers will be very interesting on Friday and Thursday is a, a huge day. The underlying thing is, as I said, 
look into the guiding what are the companies saying about the future Q results because uh, in my opinion and as I said before and I like to try to keep you uh, ahead of things uh, the future will consist of worsening Q results they will start to uh, decrease and you will see increase in unemployment numbers unemployment numbers I think we'll uh, see now any day now might be this week or next week we'll start to see the first sign of increase in unemployment numbers after being on a very good role for a very long time because at some place people have to cut their cost and i think that it will start with the restaurants industry etc they will start to lay off people as the demand for the goods will be less and it will continue other fundamental things to keep an eye on is oil fell ten dollar last week to 97 uh, despite a huge release of uh, emergency oil the oil price is uh, still very high it was up at 120 uh, and is currently at 97 but 97 is still extreme high and i will uh, keep my prediction that oil will continue upwards and if you are a uh, long-term listener you know that uh, already more than i think one and a half year ago i told you oil should go above 100 dollars and uh, it did that was also the time when i advised you to buy oil share for whatever you could gold a uh, little bit disappointing last week it was on a very good roll then started to fall currently trading at 1921 dollars is down 67 dollars or 3.5 percent last week but i believe gold uh, is just having a temporary break it should continue upwards and i will keep the target for 2500 dollars during the next 12 months and then <clears throat> the last number of course that everyone keeps an eye on is the 10-year treasury yield currently it's uh, continuing up it is just below three at 2.9 percent and that will be uh, one lesson that I've given you before because I told you uh, we are heading into red uh, markets it will be hard to trade uh, but there are uh, places where you can make money on one of these things are bonds and as uh, treasury yield go up the bonds increases so there is options in a very volatile negative market so these are the fundamental things and uh, we are trying to go uh, into what can affect the market so from the fundamental point of view i think that okay there will be a lot of uh, results there will be some guidings these guidings are more for the professional investors which will start to restructure their positions uh, there is nothing special in uh, uh, neither all uh, oil gold or 10-year treasury so there is only the thursday numbers which could in my opinion uh, push the market down but there is already a lot of expectations for high inflations so from the fundamental point of view and we keep uh, ukraine out of uh, the picture because ukraine can uh, any day uh, turn the markets it just has to be the right uh, news so peace agreement and we will be on a strong upturn uh, uh, and it could be the opposite if things start to escalate more so from a fundamental point of view there is really no big things from a technical point of view uh, trying to summarize what will the end result of the week be well uh, at stock invest we analyze more than 38,000 tickers we give them a buy hold and sell score and based on this we can say that right now there is only 20 percent buy signals across the world very low is the lowest i have seen 
for very very long time going to nasdaq we can see that nasdaq only have 10 percent buy signals new york stock exchange 13 percent and uh, london 26 and shares uh, in china only five percent buy signals so what does this indicate well i will repeat what i said last week when things are this low it is usually a very good buying opportunity but at the same time you can have the situation where things go really really bad very very fast it's the same thing when the markets uh, are uh, the, in the other options you will have that same situation things can go very fast up or very fast down so uh, we are at a place where things uh, might turn upwards i said that last week i didn't think it was last week i think uh, i thought it could be this week but we will let uh, the chart determine the final evaluation for the week and to do that we go to stockinvest.us and we just type in the ticker xic and we will have nasdaq uh, chart and I recommend you to uh, always look at charts. Uh, it That gives you a better idea of how things will be. And if you look at the chart, you will see something which I said many weeks now. We are getting very close to that bottom of 12,500, which is very important to stay above. Right now we are at the support, which I mentioned last week, around 12,800. If it's broken, we should see a fall very quickly down to 12,500. Sell signals from the short-term moving average, long-term moving average, and there is even a death cross from uh, the relation between these two uh, averages. The final conclusion for this week is I think uh, we will start very negative. Uh, I think it's a fair chance that we will bounce up somewhere around 12,600, bounce back to 13,000, maybe as high as 13,200. And uh, I think actually I will be positive for the week with the expectation that we will see a fall. Uh, then going back up, struggle with 12,800, that will turn to resistance, then uh, it will break that one and move upwards to 13,200, ending the week somewhere, in my opinion, just around 13,000, 13,100 above. So for a week uh, as such, it became a long uh, market section this week, but for a week as such, I think it's a fair chance that we will end the week in green. But before that, it will be a very volatile week uh, with the huge falls. Intraday, I said uh, we can have Nostruck as low as 12,500, uh, but it should bounce up from that level. So I'll stick to that. I will uh, make the prediction that uh, for the week as such, we will have a green week at Nostruck and it will end up just about 13,000 points, somewhere around 13,100 uh, points. That brings us uh, to some of the major uh, companies. We'll do a very quick analysis before I will tell you uh, about the trading tips for the week. And last week I closed one deal very profitable, but had to take a loss in a few others.
In this small section, I will just give you a few technical analysis of some of the major companies. We'll do Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, and then and with Bitcoin and Dogecoin. And the reason why we'll do this is because they will somewhat reflect the markets. So whatever we see in these companies, you usually can expect from the market as well. Last week I told you I thought Apple would end at $160. Apple ending at 161.79, so I was very, very close to the target. And what is it for uh, Apple this week? Well, we will do the same thing. We'll look at the chart. You can do this going to stockinvest.us, type in the ticket Apple, and you'll see the chart and see the same thing as I see. And if you're looking at the chart, you will see a black star. And I got the user asking question, what does the black star mean? So I'll try uh, shortly to tell this. Moving averages uh, are made in long and short moving averages, and they are one of the best technical tools that you have trying to indicate uh, where a stock will go. Right now, uh, Apple has uh, a sell signal both from the short-term moving average and the long-term moving average. These are above the price. When uh, the two lines crosses each other, uh, if the short crosses the long up meaning that the short is above the long you will have a general buy signal and opposite if uh, you have the short crossing the long term down you will have a general sell signal at stockinvest.us you also have something called golden star it's a special signal that i made it's a little bit more complicated than uh, the cross is built on the same principle but it's just more advanced and it turned out to be more reliable it's a very seldom signal and this black is just a death star meaning that you have a very strong sell signal in general from these two doesn't have to happen but that is uh, the death star so that black star is a strong a strong sell signal but before we will conclude with that we will look uh, at other things and one of the things that i really love to look at is the support the support is shown in the chart as gray bars it's the accumulated volume and right now uh, we have Apple just above 160. We can see some gray bars and this is support levels. If it's broken down, the next one will be around 155 and later at 150. So we have a situation where there is some support below and there is a lots and lots of resistance above. Relative strength index is 32. We are getting close to a situation where Apple will be oversold. And every time Apple been oversold, we saw this back in February and in March. Apple fell down to 26 on the relative strength index. It broke up afterward, and especially back in March, early March, when it was around 152, it went all the way up to $178. We had this situation before and the most likely reaction will be up. And I think that is exactly what will happen. I think that uh, Apple will continue downwards. Will it turn around 160? I'm not sure. I have a feeling that it might be all the way down to 155. Then it starts to push up. The problem will be that it faces lots and lots of resistance because once it breaks the support at 160, this turns then to resistance. So 160 will be the resistance level up. Later 165 and 170. Volume is following the stock somewhat uh, okay. And for the week of this uh, week as such, I think, uh, as I mentioned, I think that the stock may fall at least down to 155, then bounce up, have problems around 160, could break it back uh, up and push somewhere around 165, but I don't think it will end 
much higher than uh, it already is. Last week's target was 160 for Apple. And I think I will hold that target also for this week. So be $160 for Apple. And uh, we will not dwell there. We'll just go to Microsoft and see if Microsoft uh, do the same. Microsoft represent all these tech companies. And last week I told you I believed that Microsoft would end at uh, 278 and the Microsoft ending at 274.03 was uh, almost $4 below uh, my target. It's a little bit harder. We are in the same situation. Only difference is that Microsoft is actually oversold on the relative strength index and usually it bounces up. We saw the same thing here in the end of February and the beginning of March being oversold, bouncing up. And I think we are at the same place, but with no uh, real uh, support below today's level, we can have a huge fall in the beginning. And when it goes up, it will face a lot of resistance starting at 175, then 280. Sorry, 275, 280, 285, and 290. I think that all the resistance above will be too hard. Sell signals from the short-term moving average, long-term moving average, the relation between these two averages, and there is really no very good signals in Microsoft. No, other than you can expect a short-term reaction up. How far up it will go? Well, very hard. It has to uh, be determined by how far it will fall before it turns and bounces up. My guess is that uh, by the end of the week, uh, I actually think that Microsoft will be able to push a little higher than it is today and be somewhere around $280. So that will be uh, the conclusion for this week and it will actually be uh, up $2 since last week. And uh, I also like to keep an eye on uh, Tesla uh, because it represents uh, different segments and it's a very interesting stock as well. And I've done many, many successful trades in Tesla for those who follow. Last week I said I thought Tesla would end at 1050 and uh, Tesla did worse than that, ending at $1,005. Right now balancing uh, around 1000 the volume increased by the end of the week. Uh, I don't know if that's a sell-off, but above today's level there is a, uh, resistance at 1050 1100 and 1150 on the downside, the stock finds support at 940, later 900, and uh, anywhere between 800 and 900 is relatively good support. Being oversold, reacting up from oversold is usually a good sign, and I think that Tesla during the week actually will hold quite okay. I think that you can be prepared for a worst day case scenario where Apple, uh, sorry, Tesla fall all the way to 880 and they will struggle. For sure it should fall down to 930.40. Any of these levels might just be a good buying opportunity. Bicycle, short-term moving average, long-term moving average, and in general uh, Tesla is in a slight rising trend. And as long as it managed to keep, I would say, above 850, everything looks good for Tesla assets. But for the week as such, it should be a little struggle. Uh, my very best guess is that Tesla will end the week somewhere close where it is today. So I'll keep a target for $1,000 for Tesla for the week. And uh, that concludes uh, the three um, 
uh, stocks before we quickly look at Bitcoin Dogecoin. So what do we see? We see a situation where uh, there is no real good support below today's level. There are some support, but most of them are oversold. And as I, I'll just repeat what I said in the market section, when things are oversold, they can fall very fast, very hard. It's the same thing when things are overbought, they can go even higher, even faster. So uh, this is the scenario where we will have most likely high volatility, but intraday uh, you can have huge falls then just bounce up by the end uh, of the day. In general, I think the levels are so low. I might be wrong about the week, but I have this feeling that in general the week will be green, not very much, but uh, overall most of the stock should have a fall then bounce back up to uh, the levels just above today's level for most uh, of these stocks and then there is bitcoin and uh, dogecoin before we will uh, do the trading tips for the week and uh, i've been wrong uh, about uh, bitcoin for uh, some days now because i said i thought it will push uh, upwards again but it's still struggling down uh, at the level and as i said any upturn will not be uh, very fast because of the huge amount of resistance above currently uh, trading around uh, 38 dollars uh, it has to turn up from this level because if it breaks down that will be a very negative signal sell signals on the short-term moving average long-term moving average and that very nice upturn it was when it was up to 47,000, indicating that it should break up to 50. Didn't happen. It topped out at the top of the trend. Now it is in the bottom of the trend. And as I said, we just have to keep it uh, above this because then everything should be keeping that same pace of an upward stick for Bitcoin. But as is, uh, there is a fair chance that it may continue down and you should keep a good eye on the 38,000 level. Any uh, upturn will not be very fast, has to be some extremely special things to push Bitcoin very fast upwards. My very best guess is uh, that it should struggle somewhere, uh, moving sideways, maybe slightly up, and I will reduce my target for Bitcoin and say that by the end of the week, it will be at uh, $42,000. And uh, we are still waiting. Last time I got in in Bitcoin was at 30,000 because that was an obvious buy. We are so far uh, good on that trade, but uh, I think uh, Bitcoin will go higher. But in the chart right now, it indicates that it has to be above 38. Otherwise, things can change for the worse. And we will just quickly look through Dogecoin as well. Uh, simply because Dogecoin represents so many of these small coins and I know there is a lot of you trading these uh, smaller coins and if you look at the chart if you look at uh, the, this podcast on YouTube you will see there is a sell signal on the short term moving average and the long term moving average but it's getting oversold meaning that it will turn up and uh, then I will just rewind 3-4 podcasts back where I said that it has to turn about 11 uh, that will be good after after hitting up at 17 it falls back which is natural now you just need to keep it above 11 cents uh, because then it will indicate that that long-term negative trend is broken up and i think that will happen especially since it's as oversold that it is but it may fall uh, further down should easy go to 12 
could also be 11 and before it uh, turns up for a week as such i think that it will end somewhere close where it is today and i will keep a target for 14 cents that was uh, the analysis uh, and the market it's really nothing very very special since uh, these things really matter for your trading i will uh, just uh, end that section before we go to the trading tips and you will hear how i made uh, almost 20 percent on uh, grand area and lost uh, on a few others but we will end uh, the market section on that note that now we are at the very lower part uh, and remember things can go very very fast down how can you utilize this by trading well uh, you heard me on a podcast saying that i'm reducing my exposure i don't go full in when things are very negative in my opinion we are getting close to a very short-term bottom uh, not long-term but short-term bottom and usually this is a place where you can take some chances but you have to expect uh, that it can go both ways but it's uh, in my opinion much better scenario now than it was just two three weeks ago we are uh, where most likely markets are about to turn uh, for short term might only be a week may only be two but that upturn will be very huge which stocks uh, uh, should you buy well i will try to tell you in the trading tips of course uh, what i will do but in general it's a good situation like this have some cash on hand when markets really fall uh, hard uh, go in and buy some of the dips because uh, if i'm right that will have huge volatility like for instance today markets can start red fall very fast in the beginning then just bounce up by the end of the day you have to take some chances but you do not want to risk all your capital so it will be your high risk part of the portfolio where you go in buy the dip in expectations to make some profit on a short term swing up which stocks uh so hard to say because there will be many and there are many opportunities as is but i will give you the trading tips uh, for this week now and finally it is uh, the trading tips and before i reveal uh, this week uh, candidates we have to rewind a little bit because there are some open positions and one is already uh, more than two weeks ago in week 14 we bought um, old script mdrx at 2260 currently at 2165 so it's down 4.2 percent and uh, the same week uh, we bought uh, equitrans etrn at 848 it's currently trading at 8.1 or down 4.48 and just go uh, it will be now three podcasts back and you will hear these trading tips and i say i think markets will be very red uh, forward but that these two uh, stocks should hold good and if market turns uh, they will be profitable so they were bought on the expectation just to hold in a very negative market and being done less than the markets they actually have but they are getting close to being sold if markets or the stocks continue downwards but these two trades they are still open all script mdrx and equitrans and uh, you can look at the chart yourself 
But in general, I think that they were a good buy in week 14 and they are a good buy this week. So these are still two open trades. And last week, I told you that I did not uh, buy any shares because there were uh, open uh, position and I just wanted to keep them. That was Nivida, that was Grand Terio, and that was Sumerica. And last week, Grand Terio was in profit and it continued this week. Grand Terio went up, I think it was all the way to 192. It was bought at 150. Uh, I had a trailing stop loss, a little huge one. Uh, so when it started to fall, it was cut by, I think it was 7% uh, stop loss, but still at $8.81, giving me a profit of 19.87%. That was the only profit, because if we look at Nivida, Nivida just continued downwards, was cut by stop loss at 209. It was bought at 217 in the expectation that Nivida should bounce up uh, but just uh, continued down and ending at uh, 2 uh, 9 the stop loss was triggered and I had to take a loss at 3.97% and uh, that is uh, that is exactly the lesson that I wanted to teach you once again and I just bring up, you heard me uh, on the keyboard, I was just bringing up the NVIDIA chart because now it's really oversold and uh, the relative strength index is 19. It's super low. Last time it was this low, it was back in January, it was 17 and it went very nicely up. Every time it's been oversold like this, it goes up, but it faces a lot of resistance. And now the resistance is at 210, 220, 230. So uh, for the risky trader, I think that there is an opportunity in Nivida. You just have to get the timing uh, correct. But the lesson I wanted to teach you was that uh, this is the reason why we use stop loss. And as I said uh, in all podcasts, what at Stock Invest we try to do is uh, increase your gains, reduce your losses, and using uh, stop loss is one of them. And uh, that worked for uh, that worked for Nivida. I uh, had to take a loss, 3.91. But as I just said, I made a profit of 19.87 in Grand Terio. And then there were some America which I bought at uh, 30 cents, 30.5 cents. In the expectation that uh, Sumerica would do uh, like it has done several times, bounce up. I thought I said it was a high risk trade. It didn't do. It continued downwards, and it was cut by a huge stop loss at uh, 28 cents, uh, giving me 8.2% loss. And uh, this is the first time in weeks and weeks uh, where uh, we had to take some losses because it's been green all over, uh, uh, more or less since I started. But uh, now we have uh, a few uh, losses. We had Nivida this week with 3.9% uh, loss and Sumerica bought 8.2% loss. Luckily, Grand Terio was uh, up almost 20%. So week over week, uh, the portfolio was still okay, but not very well. So what is it this week then uh, we can do? Is there any trades? And uh, I will reveal uh, the tips now. But uh, before I do that, 
uh, I'll just uh, remind you, I think it will be a volatile week. There will be huge opportunities. These are not necessarily the best stocks. And even I, uh, I give you these strength tips. I look constantly uh, at stocks, uh, how they behave. Uh, I have a huge range of stocks I follow and I closely monitor them to see if there are some very good opportunities because there will be way better uh, stocks like this. I just try to give you some ideas. And the first idea is um, a ticket called MIME. Mimecast Limited and uh, looking at the chart and that will explain uh, what I think. It is breaking up from a rectangle formation that this thing index is high but some good support where it is today and just below and very little to non resistance above i think it's an interesting stock to get into so uh not sure i expect uh, too much uh, gains i expect the formations to be broken that i could do anything from three to let's see five to six percent uh, on a good upturn so i'm not chasing the huge huge gains but i think uh Mimecast is up to something we usually see this when huge formations are broken they start to move and they can move very fast also at the golden cross back a few weeks back ago at 79.3 dollars so this is one stock that i'm uh, looking to get into i hope maybe to get in somewhere around uh, let's say uh, it takes a beating on the opening that i can get in around 79.7 dollars or something and hope that will be the good trade and the other one is uh, BBBY Bed Bath and Beyond. And looking at the chart, uh, it's bouncing up from being oversold. This is the relative strength index shown at the bottom of the chart. It's bouncing up. I like this. The, the, the green color indicates that it's oversold uh, and that it usually should bounce up. And what I'm looking to do is see if uh, we can get. Um, Bed and beyond uh, up to at least 20 maybe 21 dollars before it turns down and that could give a 10 percent profit the volume is following the stock i like this uh, and i will try to do a trade and uh, hopefully uh, i will be lucky i have a okay feeling we will see just get in uh, somewhere nice uh, today at a nice price and see if we can uh, continue and uh, I have one third uh, tip, and that is Sears. I'm not sure if it's uh, the correct stock. I just saw it, and I like what I saw. Zero, uh, Zero's Pharmaceuticals and uh, uh, low volume uh, makes huge risk. Uh, what I like the most is that very huge volume uh, at the very end of the trading period. It's a, it's a penny stock. It's maybe being pushed by something. Has some to very good support below where it is today. It will be a very, very risky trade. But I think uh, that this one could uh, give 10-15% maybe even more it's especially that volume which I'm hunting and they're getting in at a very good price let's say we have a red opening and I can get a very good buying price I think it's a fair chance uh, to make money relative strength index found a pivot bottom uh, at 36 and is moving up by signals from short-term moving average long-term moving average so this will be a gamble it's not the most uh, 
best stock I've seen. So uh, I'm sitting and now at five open positions, and that just reflects the overall thing that I'm saying. I think that we are close to a short-term bottom. I'm willing to increase my exposure a little bit because nobody really knows exact where the bottom is. Is it on Tuesday? Is it two weeks ahead? You have to be a specialist. I've been very right about the markets week after week where it's going. I have a feeling that it will be a green week this week. Uh, maybe not the greenest, uh, but at least we might see the bottom this week. And I think, as I said, that we will end somewhere just above today's level. Uh, overall having a green end by the week. And if uh, I'm lucky, I'm uh, picking these stocks now at the bottom, we will see. The answer you will get in one week, I will tell you as usually how things went. Until next week, have a beautiful week. I hope you will enjoy uh, good weather as well and have some successful trades. Bye.